Welcome to the Value Nutrition Podcast. My name is Brian Meek, and I'm here to help you brave the world. Welcome, everybody. Today is episode four of the Value Nutrition Podcast. I couldn't be more excited for this episode. We finally get to tie everything up, talking about macronutrients in episode one. Go back and listen to that one. We talked about uh, proteins in episode two. Episode three, we talked about fats. And in this one, we're going to talk about carbohydrates. And uh, I saved this one for last because I really wanted to get into fats and proteins first. Um, you know, And we're going to go into what carbohydrates are, what they really are, um, where to find them, how we utilize them as proper energy for the body and also uh, which ones to avoid or the ones that you don't want to avoid when to actually utilize those ones properly right so um, before we get into this week's episode I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's out there that's listened to the podcast and uh, those of you that uh, really enjoy what I have to say please leave me a rating and a review on iTunes, um, or you can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher as well. So that being said, let's d- jump right in. Let's just dive in this week, you know, um, and excuse me if you hear me kind of sniffling and, and coughing a little bit, uh, you know, even the healthiest of us sometimes catch something. So can't complain though. It's a beautiful day where I live and, um, yeah, let's, uh, Let's just get into it. Who cares, right? So what are carbohydrates? Um, Well, most people think bread, rice, cereal, sugar, uh, and that's all true. But what is it really? Uh, Carbohydrates are molecules that contain uh, the the necessary things that uh, we have in life, like carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. Those are the life uh, elements, right? And so usually carbohydrates are going to contain a two to one ratio of hydrogen to oxygen, similar to water. But when you add that carbon molecule, it there dramatically changes it. So, um, you know, in chemistry, carbohydrates are known as saccharides. Um, and saccharides include that's a general term, right? That's going to include sugar, starch and cellulose. Um, sugar is, is going to be your short chain or your, 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 your simple carbohydrates, um, your starches are going to be your complex carbohydrates and your cellulose is going to be your fiber. Um, and we'll talk about why those are important, which ones, what that means. Um, and so you have different types of saccharides, right? Let's stick to the, the chemistry part of it. You have monosaccharides, you have disaccharides, and then you have your polysaccharides and there's a couple other ones but we won't really get into those right now because um we're still we're just going to simply stick to simple complex and fiber for your carbohydrates so your monosaccharides are going to be things like glucose fructose um and those are those are the basic form those are the things that your body actually when you when you consume those are the those are the sugars that your body carbohydrates and sugars slash sugars saccharides right um, that your body uses as as an energy source to convert into things like glycogen, um, which your body stores in the muscle cells and stores in the in the liver uh, for use later on. 
Um, and glycogen is, is an energy source that your body uses secondary to fat, which is what we really want to try to use. Um, but when it can't use fat for whatever reason, um, it's going to use your glycogen stores, right? Um, disaccharides, which are going to be two or more, well, it's going to be two, sorry, not more, two saccharide molecules, so two sugar molecules together, sucrose, table sugar, lactose, the sugar that's found in milk naturally, right? Um, and then your polysaccharides, things things that are, um, you know, going to be your starches, uh, amylose, um, modified starches, and then you have your cellulose and uh, your fibers, pectins and things like that, that that uh, are also polysaccharides. And all that means is it's more than two or more um, uh, uh, saccharides, sugar molecules, carbohydrate molecules together. So um, what does that mean for us when we're talking about uh, when we're talking about consumption of carbohydrates? Well, carbohydrates contain, on average, four uh, four calories per gram of carbohydrate, right? So let's take a tablespoon of sugar, which is 15 grams. Um, you know, that's going to end up being 60 calories for that one tablespoon of sugar, but it's a simple carbohydrate. So your body breaks it down quickly to use it as energy right then. And if your body doesn't need energy, it does nothing but store that to keep for later. Um, usually resulting in fat storage because we don't utilize it right then. So your body then wants to hold on to it and it can't hold on to too much glycogen because our bodies aren't designed that way. So it wants to hold on to fat because that's the primary energy source. Again, again, glycogen is the secondary energy source. Fat is the primary energy source. So your body wants to take that sugar and turn it into fat because that's what it really wants to use as energy. It doesn't want to use, doesn't want to break down uh, your muscle mass and use, use it as amino acids. It doesn't want to release glycogen unless it absolutely has to, unless your fat stores are gone. So really uh, you're doing yourself a disservice when you have too much of your, your monosaccharides uh, and your, your disaccharides like sucrose um, and, and simple sugars, right? So um, when you consume carbohydrates, your body sees that as uh, an energy source and it actually, carbohydrates actually can increase um, your thermogenic rate. That means that your body will produce uh, energy. It'll actually create a heat source by ter- by breaking those carbohydrates down, which is good because you can you can use that heat source to keep your metabolism high. You can use that that um, as a way to to uh, burn other calories that you have stored. But you got to do it the right way. You can't just uh, you can't just say, hey, uh, I'm going to use uh, candy as my energy source. Like you can't. That, that, I mean, you can. Um, if you're going to be running a marathon every day, all day, uh, which physically is, is almost impossible, but, um, yeah, so really sucrose and, and, and simple sugars are something that you want to consume in, in, in smaller amounts. And we want to stick to the, the polysaccharides, the, the complex carbohydrates. And, and so let's go, let's talk about what the, the simple carbohydrates versus, uh, uh, complex carbohydrates. So I, I mentioned earlier, your, your disaccharides, your, your simple carbs are things like lactose, sucrose, and, 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 and thing, and something called maltose as well, but lactose and sucrose are going to be your, your most common. Uh, and lactose is, is, um, is a complex of glucose and gala, gala lactose, uh, and sucrose is glucose and fructose, right? And fructose is, um, fruit sugar. 
that's what's found in fruits and vegetables. Um, it's it's a naturally occurring sugar. So yes, fruits are higher in sugar. Things like apples and strawberries and watermelon and melons and and all of those things have high amounts of sugar in them. But it's fructose. It's a it's a monosaccharide. It's something your body can utilize as energy, can break down into glycogen relatively quickly. Um, you want to limit those and, and keep those around your workout times or, or, or earlier in the morning or a time when you need a quick boost of energy. Uh, stay away from fruits at night because you're not going to utilize that energy unless you're working at night or you're doing something physical at night. Um, and so if you're eating an apple before you go to bed, yeah, you have fiber in that apple and it's going to slow down the, the digestion of that those carbohydrates. However, that sugar is not going to be utilized as pure energy right then and it's going to be stored as fat for use later and if your body's not utilizing fat as energy you're going to store that fat and it's never going to use it and we're going to go through this running cycle that we've talked about uh, over and over right so those are your simple carbohydrates um, things that are going to be broken down relatively quickly and we'll get into the glycemic index and how that affects and and, and what what kind of decisions we make based off of the glycemic index in a little bit um, and then you have your your complex carbohydrates right the things that are rices and grains and and um, legumes and potatoes and anything that contains starch anything that's starchy is going to be a complex carbohydrate and what that means is again polysaccharides right it's more than two uh, uh, sugar molecules put together and that means that your body has to utilize more energy to break that down Um, when it breaks it down it breaks it down into simple sugars but because it takes a longer time to break it down, those sugars, those simple sugars are released in the body slower over a longer period of time, which means it's less likely to be converted into fat, more likely to be converted into energy. Um, again, long uh, the complex carbohydrates have a higher thermogenic rate in the body because it takes more energy to break it down, which means that you're going to be using more calories to uh, to to break that those carbohydrates down to to into sugars for energy later which means you're actually you're actually creating um a calorie deficit by doing that so um you know is eating a loaf of bread gonna be good for you probably not the the more that these carbohydrates are processed or man-made things like white flour is highly processed things things of that nature um, that are highly processed foods, highly processed carbohydrates, um, there's very little nutritional value in that other, other than the calories, right? There's calorie caloric value, but there's very little nutritional value. And that's why, you know, we want to stick to whole grains, things like white, uh, sorry, um, whole grain rice, right? Brown rice, things like, uh, you know, steel cut oats, um, you know, and, and I know some people have issues with oats, but um, you, you get what I'm talking about, right? Um, quinoa, um, you know, legumes, beans, thing, potatoes, potatoes are great as well. Um, potatoes kind of get a bad rap. Um, you know, but it's, there's a lot of fiber in potatoes. There's, there's nutrient value in potatoes. Um, and it's a good, it's a good energy source to have, um, as well. So, but you want to stick to things that are going to be slower to digest, uh, you know, that are going to provide an energy source over extended period of time. Um, and those are going to be your complex carbohydrates, your your starches that are grains and and um, you know oats. Oats are great. I like brown rice. I like quinoa. I love quinoa. Quinoa is great because you can add anything to it and it'll actually absorb that flavor. So I love quinoa. Um, red quinoa is amazing. 
So, and then there's also the omega fatty acids that are in quinoa and the high fiber content as well. Quinoa is a superfood. It also contains protein. So, um, you know, you can, you can ultimately live off of quinoa if you had to, I wouldn't, I don't highly suggest that be your only source of, of, uh, calories, but, uh, of nutrition, but you know, it, it is something that when you, when you consume quinoa, um, your body, it's a superfood, your body's going to get everything that it needs out of it. And things like beans and rice, um, you know, I talked about in the in the protein episode, episode two, uh, they also are quote unquote superfoods because they are going to have carbohydrates and some of them are going to have small amounts of fats, not high amounts of fats, um, but they're mainly going to be carbohydrates and a little bit of protein. Uh, however, if you consume them together, beans and rice, you're going to be giving your body a better option for uh, complete protein and also a great source of complex carbohydrates. Um, yeah, so that's, that's really the, the gist of the difference between simple and carbo and complex carbohydrates. So before we get into the glycemic index, yeah, you know what? Let's get into the glycemic index. Let's not, let's, let's talk about this first. And then we'll talk about timing as far as carbohydrates go. Right. So the glycemic index, um, you know, it is a, it is a tool that, uh, we use in this industry and in the scientific industry to determine the the effect it has on the the body's ability to handle blood sugar right um and basically the lower it is on the scale so anything anything that's a uh, hundreds the highest right so anything that's less than that the lower it is on the scale is going to be digested over a longer period of time. And typically, the lower it is on the scale, the higher in fiber it's going to be. Um, and and the reason why that's mindful is because fiber actually, your body has a really hard time digesting vegetable fibers, fruit fibers. Um, we just, we don't like, we lack the enzyme that's necessary to break down fiber. Um, and, and that's why some people get bloated and, and things uh, is because it's, it's tough to break down fiber. But it's beneficial for the body because that fiber, because it's hard to break down, slows down the digestion of carbohydrates, slows down the digestion of fats, slows down the digestion of proteins, which means all all of the micronutrients that are in those things, all the amino acids, the simple sugars, uh, uh, the the uh, omega fatty acids, the the long the medium chain triglycerides, all that stuff gets broken down over a longer period of time when you have fiber in the body. Um, and it's also great for your digestive system. Um, it helps kind of cleanse and, and trap toxins and remove things out of the body that, that we don't need. So making sure that you get fiber through fruits and vegetables, um, oats is a good, good way to get fiber apples, um, anything that's, that's going to be fibrous, vegetable fibrous fruits, um, and your, your grains are going to be great sources of fiber. Um, and it's going to only decrease the glycemic index for the foods that you're you're consuming so things on the on the uh, low on the glycemic index right so the the reason why um we we want to we want to make sure we keep most of our consumption of glycemic uh, of 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 carbohydrates low on the glycemic index is because it's less likely to increase um and increase the the amount of blood sugar in the body and increase the amount of insulin the body dumps into the bloodstream in order to handle that that sugar that's now in the body so um, things that are low on that scale things like fructose right i said fruit sugar fructose is actually very low um, on the glycemic index so it's a great source of, of sugar because 
are great source of carbohydrates because um, it's it's so easy for your body to digest. Do you want to consume only fruits and vegetables? I mean, no, but if you did, it's probably not going to kill you. Obviously, there's millions and billions of vegans and vegetarians walking the earth, so they're not they're not dying off in a, in a huge at a huge rate. There's animals that only eat vegetables, right? Um, so clearly, there's something to that. However, um, there's not a lot of animals and there's not a lot of people that live very long that only consume candy bars and soda, right? If that's your main source of energy, you're, you're probably, it's probably not a good thing for your body. Um, in fact, I, I would, I would highly say it's, it's definitely not right. Um, so fructose beans, um, seeds like sunflower seeds, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, uh, hemp seeds. Hemp seeds are awesome. I love I love sunflower seeds. Uh, hemp seeds on on salad is great as well. Uh, and then your nuts like walnuts, um, cashews. Your your high your things that are higher in omega fatty acids. Um, and any of your grains that haven't been highly processed. So anything like oat, rice, barley, um, and uh, again like your vegetables and your fruits that are going to be lower on the glycemic index. Um, and you know, other foods, mushrooms, chili peppers, chili peppers are great for your, um, your thermogenic rate as well because of the capsaicin that's in there. Uh, that'll be a completely different show. So, um, yeah, I mean the glycemic index and you can Google this. That's what I did. I looked it up on Wikipedia as, uh, for this, these show notes. Um, but the glycemic index is basically just how we determine the, way it, it, it affects the body. Right. And so there's things out there that are low on the glycemic index scale. Right. So things like, uh, some chocolate cakes, right. Uh, ice creams, but, uh, and even pure fructose, like pure fructose is a 19 on the glycemic index. That's super low. Right. But pure fructose from fruits is going to be better for you because of all the nutrients, all the macronutrients, or sorry, micronutrients, the, the vitamins, the minerals, and the fibers that are in the fruit as well. Um, it's going to have less of an impact on the body than if you were to have something like high fructose corn syrup that they use in a lot of products, right? They add high fructose corn syrup to a lot of things. Um, and, and they're finding out that that may be one of the key indicators that uh, diabetes is on the increase, on the rise in the, in this country, you know, because and a lot of people and a lot of and a lot of experts will tell you, oh, rice is bad for you. OK, well, I- explain that to me, because rice may be high on the glycemic index scale, like white rice might be high on the glycemic index scale, but they eat it in China and Asian countries all over the place for millennia. And their diabetes, you know, rate is extremely low compared to ours. In fact, I don't think that they saw an increase in diabetes until we started bringing Western foods into Eastern cultures. Um, and that, and that's like the case across the, the world, right? Until we started introducing processed, highly processed foods, man-made materials in our food sources, until we introduced those into other parts of the world, they didn't see increases in diabetes, decreases in, in um, you know, the, the endocrine system working correctly, right? Your, the endocrine system is uh, your, your hormonal system, right? For men and women, uh, testosterone, estrogen, things like that. And uh, we, we, we that, 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 those processed foods and those, the, the things that we consume in this country, in the United States on a regular basis, um, yeah, not good for you. 
and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I love candy. I said it in the first show. I love gummy bears and uh, Sour Patch Kids. And I'm not into chocolate too much anymore. Occasionally, I'll have a thing for chocolate. But mainly, it's it's going to be sweet and fruity, right? Um, and those are the things that I, I adore. And I've really tried to limit those in my diet because... Um, you know, they're just, they're not good for you. After I decided I wanted to take back control of my health, after I decided that I was tired of being overweight and depressed and, and in pain, um, I stopped eating those things as much, right? I didn't completely stop because I'm, I'm happy where I'm at right now. Uh, health wise, I'm, I'm content. Um, you know, I'm getting ready to step it up a notch. And, and so cutting those things out as much as I don't want to do it, especially around this time of the year, holiday season coming up. Um, I have to, uh, you know, it's just, it's just something that you have to do. You have to, you have to cut those things out as much as possible. I'm not saying you have to remove them from your, your, your diet completely, but you know, limit them, right? It's all about moderation. It's all about having a balance. And that's what Valiant Nutrition is really about. We want to give you the information so you can brave the world, so you can create that balance in your life. Um, for you personally, it's, it's, you know, I'm not here to tell you don't eat gummy bears. I'm telling you don't eat gummy bears all day long. It's your body. Do what you want. But uh, I can tell you from experience, I did. I ate bags and bags of gummy bears. I, ate, I would eat a bag of gummy bears a day for what seemed like months. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just makes you feel terrible. It's not only the sugar that's in there, it's all the other stuff that's in there that's bad for you as well. So, you know, I, and the glycemic index, the glycemic, let me, let me get back on track here. I digressed you. The glycemic index, it does kind of get a bad rap sometimes because it's not perfect. Again, it's it's just like uh, your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. It's just like any other tool that you're going to use. It's a guide to help you make the best decisions possible for your your nutrition, what you consume, what you give your family, what you eat with your friends. Um, you know, it's not it's not perfect. It's not it's not it's not perfect. But again, it's a guide. You know, you don't have to. If you want to go through and you want to criticize everything about the glycemic index, that's fine. Um, however, you, you have to admit that it does have some value to it. Um, and it allows you to make uh, better choices. So, you know, you got, we talked about low glycemic things, um, you know, medium glycemic things on the, on the, uh, on the medium glycemic index, things like, uh, whole wheats, um, breads, things like, uh, you know, pastas, that aren't whole grain that are, you know, or, or milk, um, grape juices, you know, juices in general, um, higher sugar fruits like raisins and grapes and prunes. And once you, um, once you concentrate or you dry out fruits, the, the sugar in the fruit concentrates at a higher rate. And so they're going to be more sugary, right? And you can taste that when you eat raisins they are super sweet compared to eating a grape. Um, and that's just because the water content and the fiber content is in there and, uh, they're not there. It's not there. The water's gone. Um, that's why they're, they're dried. Uh, and that's why they can last for so long. And, um, there's no, there's no room for bacteria to grow. Right. Uh, and then you have your high glycemic stuff. Um, you know, dextrose, uh, high fructose corn syrup, white, white breads, uh, white wheats, um, anything that's highly processed. 
uh, even potatoes are super high on the glycemic index. And I know I know I told you earlier, you know, potatoes are, are a great source of, of carbohydrates. They are. Um, eat the peel. Make sure you eat the peel. If you're going to have a baked potato, don't put so much butter and sour cream on there. And uh, make sure you eat the peel. I, I, I prefer sweet potatoes, uh, lower on the glycemic index, again, high in fiber. And also, uh, they have their nutritional value is, uh, is more prevalent, right? They have more vitamins and minerals in that. In that. Most, of the, most of the micronutrients are going to be in the, the skins of the potatoes anyway. So, you know, when you, when you go to the store or you go and you're going to have a healthy meal, be mindful of, of what those carbohydrate sources are. Right when you have pastas and breads, those are typically processed foods. They're typically going to be from white flour that's been highly processed already. And uh, yeah, the glycemic index, the glycemic factor on that is going to be higher than if you were to have, uh, you know, you go to the salad bar and instead you load your plate full of fibrous vegetables and carrots and um, you know the the lettuce and you limit the dressing and you you make a mindful decision and a, and a conscious decision to you know, put the healthier stuff, the higher fiber, fiber products in your body and the lower, um, sugar products. Um, you know, when you do those things, you're going to, you're going to be doing yourself a favor, right? You're going to be giving yourself uh, a better opportunity to really control your health in a, in a more consistent manner. Um, you know, really what, what I really want to touch on for carbohydrates is at the end of this, Carbohydrates aren't bad, okay? Um, they get a bad rap because of the society we live in and the, f- the way that everything's processed. Yes, eating white bread. Yes, eating pastas. Yes, eating sugar over a long period of time is going to have a negative effect on your body if you're not putting the energy out. The problem is you can't outwork a bad diet. You, you can't. You can try to do as much exercise as possible. Um, you know, unless you're a high-level athlete, unless you're Michael Phelps, who's burning thousands upon thousands of calories a day, it's really tough to justify consuming high amounts of calories through sugar, high amounts of calories uh, through processed foods, because there's no new there's no at the end of the day there's no nutritional value and even then it's really just a numbers game for those people right it's really just about calories in and calories out at the end of the day they're still getting their nutrients from other sources they're still taking their multivitamins they're still consuming um uh, their protein sources and protein shakes and and they're still getting the the micronutrients that their body needs they're just filling in the gaps and the and the and the amount of calories they need in through in easier sources to consume it's tough to eat all this food all the time you know I, I dare you to go and cook up a 5,000 calorie day's worth of food and look at it and tell me that it's not it's not a lot um, you know I've done diets in the past where I would have to consume 3,500 calories a day in food sources the first week you it, it was the worst because it was so hard to consume all the food especially the carbohydrates, especially the things like the rice, especially the quinoa, especially the potatoes, especially the vegetables, especially the fruits, because there's a lot of consuming, uh, chewing. There's a lot, a lot of water that has to be drunk with those to get them down. 
uh, and they fill you up and it takes your body a longer period of time to break them down. So you feel full longer. And uh, so it's tough to, to do over a longer period of time. However, about a week later, your, your body adjusts and you get used to it. So, but if you just in at face value cooked up 4,000 calories, that's how much you're going to consume that day. 4,000 calories in healthy, uh, you know, lean meats, carbohydrates, uh, complex carbohydrates, some fruits and vegetables, eggs, um, you know, whatever it is that you want to consume. And then your fat sources, your things like flaxseed oil, fish oil, and hemp oil and coconut oil. Throw that all together, put it on a table, take a picture of it, look at that every day. That's 4,000 calories of real food is 4,000 calories. That's a lot of food. It's, it's a lot of food, man. I'm telling you, um, look it up on Google. I'm sure there's pictures out there everywhere. I know from personal experience, but you can go to McDonald's and I'm not bashing McDonald's. Don't get me wrong here, but you can go to a fast food restaurant, right? And 4,000 calories can go like that. Seriously. You can go to, um, any fast food restaurant. You can go to a regular restaurant, 4,000 calories. Boom. Easy. One meal at any of those restaurants can contain anywhere between 750 and 1500 calories, let alone the amount of sodium, let alone, uh, uh the simple carbohydrates, uh, the fat that's in there. I mean, just 1500 calories for one meal. That's, you know, that's a third of your caloric intake for that day or, or almost, almost uh 40% of your caloric intake for that day. If you're going to consume 4,000 calories, which is a lot, it's huge. Um, you know, if you were to do that, you can see how easily it is to consume the wrong foods and the wrong, the wrong types of foods and get the wrong types of calories in. And not to mention that you're getting zero nutritional value, not just the calories. Calories are going to, your body's not going to be able to burn all that energy. It's going to store it as fat later on, but you're also not getting any nutrients. You're not getting any vitamins, minerals, uh, high, high quality amino acids, any omega fatty acids, you're getting trans fats, you're getting all this, this crap garbage for your body that your body can't use and doesn't need. So when you change your habits and you consume the right carbohydrates at the right times, um, everything changes. Um, and, and let's touch on that. Let's touch on timing for carbohydrates, right? So complex carbohydrates are going to be great for all day, all day, every day, even at night, even before you go to bed. You can have, you can have complex carbohydrates. I used to eat cream of wheat before I went to bed and in 10 eggs, I don't recommend it, but yeah, you know, there's hundreds and thousands of people out there, millions of people out there that do it and, uh, or oatmeal before I go to bed and it worked. I, um, the times, the best times to have simple sugars, um, right after you work out, your body needs that quick energy source to replenish its glycogen levels during your workouts. You can have a simple carbohydrate source sugar. It doesn't matter, whatever. Uh, try to stay away from processed stuff like, uh, energy drinks, uh, anything that's going to have high fructose corn syrup in it. Um, you know, it's so high on the glycemic index. It's not really going to have any value for you, but, uh, you know, something with a little bit of sugar in it's not too bad for you, especially after your workouts when your body wants to eat. When you have that sugar with a good high quality protein source, like the protein shakes we carry at Value Nutrition, um, which already have your sugars in there, which already have every, they're already c- c- nutritionally balanced. 
when you have that right after your workout, you're going to get the amino acid. Your body's going to break down that protein. The amino acids are going to hit the bloodstream. Your body's going to break down those sugars. The insulin's going to hit the bloodstream and start pushing all those amino acids into the muscle cells to allow them to recover faster, that allow your body to grow. Um, and then the fats are going to be there to slow it down for a longer period of time. So you get that dump of amino acids for a little bit longer. You get that dump of sugar for a little bit longer. And then you also get the benefits of the the cellular repair from the fats so you know when you consume something nutritionally balanced right after your workout but it's a little higher on the glycemic index you're actually going to recover a little quicker you sh- you should you know um and that's what i do i consume you know the, the nutritional shakes that um i carry through value nutrition immediately after i work out um and sometimes i'll be a little bit hungrier after that and i'll have a full meal typically about 30 45 minutes later um, because my body's ready for more more calories. So, um, but yeah, there's those are the times that you're going to want to have the simple carbohydrates right after your workout when you need a quick energy energy spike. If you're going to go for a little bit of a run, if you're gonna if you need to wake your brain up, um, you know, because you got a test or something going on, it's okay. Just be aware that that energy is only going to be in your body for a s- small period of time, uh, where complex carbohydrates are going to feed your body for a longer period of time. So. Morning time, it's good to have eggs and oatmeal or eggs and some sort of complex carbohydrates, some fruit, some vegetables in the morning because your body's going to break it down over a longer period of time. You're going to have the amino acids and the, and the, the sugars in your body for a long period of time. And uh, yeah, it's going to be more beneficial for you uh, earlier in the morning. Um, it's okay to have a little bit of sugar right when you wake up, but don't have a ton. Like you wonder why when you eat a donut, first thing in the morning you eat a donut and have a cup of coffee um and it's you go to any of your coffee stores i don't want to name any because i don't want to bash anybody but you go to things like um you know you go to pete's coffee starbucks and any of them right i I guess i do want to name them um those are going to be packed full of sugar you wonder why you drink it and then an hour later you're like i feel gross all that sugar your body can't utilize as energy is now starting to store it as fat your 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 insulin levels start to drop your blood sugar levels start to drop and your brain starts to shut down because your body's not burning fat it's so used to burning you so used to getting sugar as as its energy source and then now you're going to take that energy source away from it so what are you going to do you're going to give it back you're going to go through the cycle of constantly consuming sugary foods because your brain is telling you that that's the only way that I can function. And because your brain is now controlling the way you eat, because the hormones are controlling your brain, because you are now, you're not, there's a lot of studies that say, yes, sugar's addictive. There's a lot of studies that say, no, sugar's not addictive. It's not psychologically, it's not physically addictive, but it might be psychologically addictive. Regardless of how you feel, when you consume sugar and your brain uses that as energy and then it burns it out real quick and it wants an energy source, it's not going to want fat because it's now it's used to having a quick energy source. It's going to want sugar. And so that sugar is going to create this effect in the brain that tells tells you to go consume more sugar. Go have another caramel macchiato. Go have some more gummy bears. Go eat that candy bar. Go drink that uh, that soda. Go give me something that I can use right now because I'm tired. Well, if you consume complex carbohydrates over a long over that same time uh, for a week, that craving for that quick sugar really quickly going to go away. So you make those those easy changes. You go from consuming sugars 
to consuming complex carbohydrates, more fruits, more vegetables, more grains, more legumes. You go from consuming candy and garbage to consuming those things. Your brain is going to love you. It's going to be able to utilize fat more effectively. Um, and it's also going to be able to... Um, it's also going to be able to handle the dips in energy as well. So, you know, I, I just want to make sure that you guys all know that it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, yeah, you can, you, you have complete control over. So anyway, um, yeah, I just want to leave you guys with that. I just want to say, Check us out on Facebook at Valiant Nutrition. I want to say check us out on Instagram at Valiant Nutrition. You can also email us at ValiantNutrition at gmail.com. And that's Valiant, V-A-L-I-A-N-T, nutrition at gmail.com. Uh, we are also on Patreon. And if you go on to Patreon, it's a, it's a service for you to, if you love our show, uh, you can provide or you can donate to Value Nutrition, and that helps us pro provide this podcast for free for you. Um, and things on there like uh, show notes, right? There's a donation for sure. You can see the show notes that I use. Um, right now, I, I'm actually videoing this this episode. I'm going to post that on there. And, uh, and different donation levels are going to get you different you know, different opportunities to have some of the inside things that go on for this podcast. Um, there's also a donation level for being able to pick out a, uh, a show on your own. So you get to pick the topic, right? And I'll go and research it. And, you know, um, and I'm looking into things like uh, allowing people to donate and be a guest. I mean, you don't have to pay to be a guest. You can hit me up and send me, send me an email, send me a thing on Facebook. And if we can work it out, we'll work it out. But some people want to make a donation for, you know, just because, because you love the show and you want to provide, uh, you want me to continue to provide value and content to everybody else out there. So, uh, Patreon, P A T R E O N.com slash Valiant Nutrition. Um, and you can also follow me on Facebook personally on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Brian Meek nine, nine. And you can find me on Instagram, MrBDM34. So those are the ways that you can get a hold of me personally. Um, and you can also reach out to the company. So that being said, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to the Valiant Nutrition Podcast. And I hope that you have the information now where you can go brave. <laughs>